0: What's going on, Social Proof family? Listen, this busy holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel you on those jam-packed days. Listen, Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, and they can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved Ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle goals, okay? Cross meal prepping off your list this holiday season with Factor. Skip the meal planning and the grocery shopping, chopping, prepping, cleaning up, all that stuff. Get Factor's fresh, never frozen meals delivered straight to your door. They're ready in just two minutes so you can eat good, fast. Treat yourself to high-quality, delicious meals over the holidays. You can choose over 35 chef-crafted meals every single week. I mean, calorie-smart, vegan, veggie, protein plus, and more wholesome options. Looking for calorie-conscious options over the holidays? Don't skip on flavor, okay? Try the delicious. Again, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals around or less than 550 calories per serving. Or if you want to go up, you want an extra boost, try to protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. They have it all. Factor isn't just for dinner, okay? Count on extra convenience any time of the day with 55 or more add-ons to suit various preferences and tastes for on-the-go lunch, grab-and-go snacks, the stuff that I need, ready-to-drink cold-pressed juices, incredible. Shakes, smoothies. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of the delivery emissions and source 100 renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. All right, so this December, get Factor and enjoy eating well. Eat well without all the hassle, though. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered straight to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Listen up. Head to FactorMeals.com/social50. And use code SOCIAL5050 to get 50% off. That's code SOCIAL50 at factormeals.com slash social50 to get 50% off.
1: Is Jada the root of all Will's problems? No. Over the next several years, Jada and Will kept up the appearance of a committed married couple. They even faced a scandal when Jada had what she called an entanglement with a family friend. Neither let the public know they had already
2: split. Everybody used to say that Bobby was Whitney's downfall. And then later we find out that it was Whitney who introduced Bobby to the life of drugs.
0: I don't know about that.
2: I see this clip from J.R. Smith. He's in an interview and he was saying um, how influenced we are when we become successful to keep up with everybody else.
0: Who's going to stop us? We got the money. We don't have the mindset. So we'd rather go throw $60,000 in, in in the club, in the strip club, go throw $60,000, than go feed 2,500 people in the hood. Why? Who am I impressing?
2: And he was like, you know, and I've been guilty. Like I have been that guy throwing $60,000 in the club. And then moments after like, Why would I do that? And that just brings me back to your point about the peer pressure.
0: It's very important to watch how we're being influenced and I think there's probably three ways to go about it. You can be influenced in a negative way by negative people. You can be influenced in a positive way by positive people. But if you just get away from everybody, then you're only being influenced by you.
2: If you're the one in your group, if you're the leader. You could literally be influencing your circle to gossip all day, smoke hookah all day, or read books and improve yourself. Age is literally nothing but a number. If we want to be billionaires, we can. Coaching is really the cheat code. If you cut through and filter through millionaires, a lot of them have coaches, a lot of them have mentorships, a lot of them have just figured it out on their own so they think. You just have an opportunity now where, whether you want to or not, you can collapse the time frame.
0: Welcome to the Social Proof Podcast. Me and Donnie are here. Nothing is that bad. Ever. You know what I mean?
2: I I don't know if I say ever, but nothing right now is that bad. Most things aren't that bad. That's better than saying
0: nothing. Give me something that's that well when we're well, I guess we have to define what that bad is. meaning that bad like I want to end it all like that bad like I am just falling into a tailspin of depression.
2: That's that that's really bad.
0: So tell me something that is that bad.
2: Oh, so the thing is, I think that if I identified something that's that bad for myself, I wouldn't be here nothing for me has been that bad like everything has been figure outable or adjust withable yeah yeah like some things you can't fix but some things you can just adapt to um I would you know some people would think that losing someone close to them is worth ending it all I don't yeah. I wouldn't you know what I mean um you didn't so I don't know what's that bad it it's also culture specific like I know in a lot of different cultures like men who are unsuccessful and can't provide for their family that is considered like major shame
0: and they end it all yeah well I guess if you're in a Shawshank Redemption you, saw, you see that movie? Shawshank Redemption isn't that
2: where he was in the hole the whole time?
0: no I mean my man kept getting getting
2: <laughs> I saw it but I never remember movies oh, so man. remind me
0: yeah he kept he kept Getting taken advantage of, he tried to fight him off, but they just kept ramming them. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, a said, "Yeah, what's a Shawshank up? Redemption?" No, what's been up with you lately? You don't remember? No, so remember, he was like fighting him off, and like it, it went on for a little while in the movie. What's he been up with you up? lately?
2: Yeah, like
0: no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of a that bad scenario or.
2: Is that that bad though?
0: Yeah, being you locked just... up in prison, you can't go anywhere, and you are you're being sexually abused. Absolutely, that's that bad. Repeatedly. Repeatedly, unless I'm thinking of another movie, but I, I'm pretty sure that was Shaw Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. I don't
2: think that was Shaw. I don't know. So I know the movie is so old. Probably like what twenty years old, 15, 20 years old. And I'm not a person who remembers movies until I see it again, unfortunately.
0: Um, I, uh, let me see, sister, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, um, did Andy get raped by the, maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, that was it. So, but my my point is, and maybe that's one of the things that stuck out in my mind, because sexual abuse has always been, a real uh, trigger for me, like watching it. I couldn't even, wa- one of the most memorable scenes in, um, in a movie for me was What's Love Got to Do With It? Where they were in the studio, she was recording, and he didn't like whatever she was talking about, and he beat her and raped her by the uh, fish tank. Mm. So, like, physical abuse... Sexual abuse are some of the things that are like the worst things in the world to me. I just saw an article where somebody somebody got arrested for slitting the throat of their child. Their
2: newborn. It was a 16-year-old girl. She had a baby in her bedroom. And her parents came home to blood all over the walls. And her dad walks in her room, sees the blood. Immediately, and, and she just looks up at her parents and says, He's gone. I killed him. And he goes in her closet. The baby is, she put the baby in a dog food bag, rolled it up, put it in her laundry basket to hide it.
0: There's something so sick about that.
2: She was, she is 16 years old. Slit, not only did she slit the baby's throat, with the slit throat was the kill shot she stabbed her baby several times and then slit its throat. There's,
0: you know, there's literally, so, there's there's something really, really sick about and that. And I
2: believe in ending it all for people like that. I don't know about ending it myself, you know what I mean? But I, I do think that death is a fair consequence to something like that.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think about this on a regular basis and my heart starts to drop because my kids are very unruly. They just do whatever they want. They do their own thing, right? So, I mean, Sarai could be yelling, Psalms be yelling, and I could imagine somebody in a different scenario being so frustrated. Now, me, I am patient because it's not that bad. It's a child who wants something, right? So I have the patience to kind of just, I, I, I love them with all my heart, but there are other parents out there that, they abuse children. Mm-hmm. They do vile things to children. I saw another thing on Instagram where mm-hmm. the 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 babysitter or somebody daycare. kept putting the kid's hand in the bottle warmer and yep. the it was burnt to the bone yep. of a baby.
2: At daycare and tried to tell the parents that she did it herself. It was repeat. But oh my gosh. when she went to the hospital upon and and I have a whole lot of questions around that scenario because the child had indications of repeat abuse. So as a parent, are you not paying attention? And I don't know if it required an X-ray to identify the abuse, but I do know that that daycare It's on video. She was literally taking her hand and intentionally sticking it in the bottle warmer, taking it out, sticking it back in, taking it out. And what is wrong with people? What's wrong? Like the 16-year-old boy this week, um, 16-year-old kid who was scheduled to get out of, he was in jail. He was scheduled to get out of jail like in a week or so, did something minor. And um, his parents got a call that he had been rushed to the hospital for an overdose. When he gets to the hospital, the doctors confirmed that there were no drugs in his system. He was raped to death. He was, they were selling him in jail. I just saw this story yesterday. They were selling him in jail and they sodomized him and tortured him to death. They're, that person is, I'm sorry, 22 years old. Um, and now they're, they're because at that point, like guards have to know this isn't a quiet offense, you know what I mean? And so now the parents obviously want answers. I think people who do and allow stuff like that, you can end it all for them.
0: 100%. Yeah. In these situations, for the person that's being abused or the person that's, like, having these things done, that's when it becomes that bad to where it can throw you into a tailspin of depression, right? But yeah. For all of the things that we go through on a regular basis, let's say as entrepreneurs or if you have your basic necessities and nobody is uh, doing things to you physically, intentionally, then I don't think it ever gets that bad. Like we can get over it. But I believe that the, the... The that bad is going to be dependent upon the person. The person. And how they can stomach certain things. I was at the gym the other day. This, no, I can't make this stuff up. I'm at the gym. It's this little light-skinned kid, right? And this big, husky, like, muscular black guy. And we're playing basketball. They're guarding each other. The big black guy gets so furious and he's he wants to fight like nah, what's up Da-da-da. we're like and the kids he's like yo, come on man like what, what are we talking about right now i guess the guy kept fouling him. not intentionally but it is what it is so it happens again the guy big remember the big black guy he goes to his bag and gets a blade you're there i'm there this was this this was sunday mm-hmm. and when that happened i said yep that's my cue to leave I don't need to be a part of none of this. The other dude's like, "Nah, come on, we look. He's gonna be fine. He goes to get a blade. First off, that tells me that that dude can't fight at all. You know what I mean? Like you're way bigger than the guy. Now you got to go get a blade. And in your mind, why don't you think I could quite possibly do something that lands me in jail for the rest of my life? Was the 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 person playing defense on you? Is it that bad,
2: bro? Is it that bad? What's up with you? Yeah, people, you know, um, as I'm thinking about, this is a, this is an interesting conversation because something came across my timeline. Actually, someone DM'd me this yesterday, that person that I share memes with back and forth, like on Instagram. And what I have realized is I just, I can't like, don't send me memes that like I have to, I have to put rules on the memes and, and the videos, not Mm -hmm. just the memes, but also the videos that I'm being sent because um, yesterday, someone sent me the video that's going around now about Will Smith and his best friend and assistant of 40 years that. Um, interviewing with that Tasha K girl, Tasha Smith, Tasha K, whatever her name First is. First off,
0: I rock with Tasha K. Okay, she was very, very entertaining, but she's a comedian.
2: You know what I mean? That's you the one that Cardi B sued. You think she's funny?
0: The ones I saw, I think she's funny.
2: <laughs> mm. I've never seen her crack a joke,
0: actually. It's all jokes aimed at celebrities.
2: So what I saw yesterday and what I saw yesterday, uh, I saw in the comments. It wasn't even the video. So there's this video and his ex-best friend, former assistant, is exposing him, like telling all his business and that he caught him in the act with um, Dwayne Martin. Yeah, Dwayne Martin having. Or he was
0: sitting. He was going to weird parties with Dwayne Martin or bringing him to. Weird he sex actually
2: parties, huh? explained a sexual scene.
0: <sighs> yeah, I didn't watch that.
2: he's in this video s- describing what it looked and sounded like, right? And somebody commented on the video and said. Y'all are just never not going to learn until this man takes his own life. Well, basically because they're saying like, yo, he's going through it. And every other week he's in the blogs for something different and taking, you know, shots at his kids, taking shots at his wife, taking shots at him, taking shots at him and him and him. And now this man is literally using words like, I mean, he was killing it too. It's not funny.
0: I'm not laughing.
2: You actually are. That's not funny. I was so.
0: First of all, who was killing it? No, (laughs) No, I'm serious. Who was killing it?
2: First of all, um, this guy, I just like people who will betray you in that way after 40 years of friendship, like, you are a trash human. Being. I don't care if I didn't physically harm you, if I didn't rob you, put your family or you in danger, there's no reason to just expose a person on that level. And you didn't get the response that you thought you would get. Nobody will ever get close to you ever again. Nobody will hire you. You're not going to be the next celeb's personal assistant after doing something like this. But it wasn't even that, it was that one comment that said, Y'all just won't stop until Will takes his life.
0: That's a real scenario. That's real.
2: It was that comment. Like, because at this point, we've heard the rumors for years, right? Whatever that man does with his body is on him. Are we nosy as a a society and we want to know? Sure. But to the degree of now we have to worry about how intact his mental health is, that's just crazy to me. And it just led me down this rabbit hole. Like people say mean things all the time. Like every time we drop a podcast under the comments, people got something mean to say, you know, about me. And I just have this really thick skin that whatever, you know, I might be bothered enough to comment back. Right. But mm-hmm. not bothered enough to like in my life, the comments just don't matter like that. But there are people who are at a level that are much higher, much, much more public that we're speaking to these people who are leaders or who are in the forefront and on display and just not even thinking about the end like the end cause of it. Yeah. But then everybody's gonna say, Rest in peace, or I'm so sorry, or you shouldn't have done that, you shouldn't have said that. But what like what's up with checking ourselves and like actually monitoring ourselves in real time and watching what the heck we say? about like people just there's no there are no rules anymore yeah
0: but I, but it's not it's not like a it's not a single person that needs to check themselves it's like especially in the comment section some people might think it's funny but it's a whole tide this blog catcher that blog catch it. and they're essentially doing their job right so I think people need to look at that and say well do you really want to be a target do you really want to be a celebrity no matter yeah, he's had a really clean career if you think about it. He gave us fresh prints and summertime.
2: Who don't and like bad summertime? Bad boys
0: and bad boys. You know
2: what I thought about too before I even saw that? A couple days ago, I'm riding me, Lamir, and Milan are driving from Palm Springs to LA. Mm-hmm. We have to get to the airport. And Lemire's like getting sleepy, so I start driving.
0: Why Lemire always getting sleepy, Lemire, Lemire, yeah? Lemire is sleepy. Every picture, like it's, especially if it get late, we're gonna just be sleepy. Shout out to Lemire, man.
2: I like him so much. He's <laughs> such a dope entrepreneur. Um, we're driving down the expressway and I'm in control of the music, right? So I'm just going through trying to find like songs to bop to and I'm listening to 90s music, and I think like there's a there's something that pops up with Will Smith on there, and I'm like, yo. I haven't heard. Oh, summertime pops up on Pandora, and I'm like, I didn't hear this. Not Pandora, my my Apple playlist. I hadn't heard that song one time all summer. Remember, it was not summer until you heard summertime 100%. play. And I think maybe it has something to do with what happened with him and Chris Rock. Maybe he's banned. I don't know his meat, but I have not, I didn't hear that song play one time on radio waves all summer.
0: That brings up a good point, though. So, maybe just maybe, Will Smith attacks an innocent person, and in the eyes of the world, he becomes a villain, and nobody feels bad about attacking the villain.
2: He's been a villain before, like in the eyes of the Since world. When they've
0: been like, Since, it's never been the, yo. It seemed like over the last couple, it seemed like over the last couple years they've attacked him. Jada, because Jada got on Red Table Talk before Jada was on Red Table Talk and started talking about all the stuff that they got going on and how she was with August, the yeah, the entanglement and all that kind of stuff. Yo, I people loved Will. People, people still do love Will. I, I still like Will. love Will.
2: I don't care what his
0: sexual preferences are. But well, what I'm saying is, from that moment, it seemed no, maybe I'm like just- they
2: had been saying they had been calling them the Hollywood weird couple, and you know, it was more of their sex life that was yeah. on display Not and a, a target couple,
0: but yeah, they did say they'd be swinging. No,
2: they, they were actually calling them a Hollywood weird couple for like how they raise their kids and you know, how free spirited they are. They were mm-hmm. saying that they were weird. They had weird stuff going on and you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, this assistant is on with Tasha talking about, um, how anybody who wants to be connected to them, they send them to a, a mental, a, a rehab facility before like even if they weren't on drugs they had to go to this oh. rehab facility and all of this stuff like I don't know it's it's just weird and this you know and and I will say this I only saw snippets of the interview but I did see that tasha wasn't necessarily the one leading this conversation the way she had normally she was more like oh wow wow what what happened oh my God. wow you know she didn't have she wasn't You know, doing what she was doing. So I will say, um, from that perspective, I at least appreciated that. And I guess we just have to accept that that's just the type of reporter or media she is. Is Jada the root of all Will's problems? No. No? No. No. Jada and... Jada and Will formed a union.
0: Yes, they did.
2: And, you know, this reminds me very much about how Whitney and Bobby, everybody used to say that Bobby was Whitney's downfall, and then later we find out that it was Whitney who introduced Bobby to the life of drugs.
0: I don't know about that, but, uh, yeah, okay, cool. Listen. Maybe. No. uh, No, not the bodyguard. She wasn't. She wasn't what? They were both getting high, but I don't they know who... They were
2: both getting high. I don't know
0: who introduced who, though. That's
2: Well, the later, that's what the rumor became. I, I think that... I think that um, it's really... Nobody was saying that it was Jada's fault with how they raised their kids or what their sexual preferences were until she did Red Table Talk. And in Red Table Talk she started sharing more and more and more. But a long time ago, Will had already written a book. And in that book, he said that he had many regrets. And part of his regret was how he treated his family. And now the relationship that he has with his family due to his own narcissistic ways and this, that, before and the other or after Jada before
0: uh, we don't know that. He That's what the he book. said. He, the book. he didn't say before Jada, he probably said how he treated his family, No, but- how
2: he treats them.
0: Yeah, but it could have been, you, you, oh, you have these situations have where she enters this man's life and then everything just starts to happen, man. You you begin to change. Maybe she started introducing him to the swinger parties and now they're the weird couple. Or
2: maybe they are just two grown people who made grown decisions together. This is true. Like, they could have been exposed to stuff together. I don't know that, it's so hard because you. on one hand, you just got to be tougher than that. Like, you couldn't come into my life and be my friend and introduce me to cocaine. I could. No, you.
0: Yes, I could. No, you can't. Yes, I could. And
2: to the point where I would do it. Maybe. I wouldn't. I'm stronger than that. I have no interest in snorting. You smoke cocaine or snort it? Neither. Neither. Oh, okay. Neither. I have no. How do Hmm. You know? <laughs> no. Now y'all need to Because <laughs> she was like. Like no, don't I, no. Business. Actually,
0: you got to put it in the thing, then you make sure it's the right temperature. Like, ah, oh, you
2: know. Yeah, no, but <laughs> nobody. I mean, people have pushed things in my face over the years. Yes. I could be a completely different person if I said yes to a bunch of stuff that you cannot get me to say yes to unless I want to.
0: You've never ever been peer pressured into doing something that you otherwise wouldn't have done.
2: Yeah, so I'm only I've only been peer pressured into doing stuff that wasn't that dangerous like I'm not you can't peer pressure me into doing something that I think is going to fry my brain I'm not doing it and anything that this I did that 80s, was risky you'd have tried
0: it. No,
2: anything, yes, right, that I, it's anything new. I did that was risky I already had some pre-curiosity about
0: right so
2: I already had which means that you didn't make me do it you put me in a situation to satisfy a curiosity I already had
0: I had an example but then it seems like over the last couple of weeks, all of my examples have been no, like hypersexual. Short. No, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. Were you man. about to
2: talk about pimping?
0: No, 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 but being pressured into doing something that you otherwise wouldn't have done. So, okay. So there have been scenarios. There have been scenarios in college, right? Where I'm with a group of people group of my friends and then we meet a group of ladies and I don't necessarily like the one that I'm paired with.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's up with y'all? This is a serious
0: story. I'm not necessarily interested in this one. However, when everybody goes off to do their own thing and there's been liquor and whatever involved, I remember a time thinking to myself, I don't want to do this. I took one for the team. Because if I don't, now the pressure of like I'm I'm supposed to. Like as men, we are supposed to. This is what we do. And she's more than willing and I'm like <laughs>
2: Wait, you actually like smashed? Yeah, I mean, but it's Where
0: are you? <laughs> you have to no, you don't. You have and look at all the ladies saying, No, you don't. You don't have to. J star You got to. Especially like we're younger, right? So in this scenario, yo, the, y'all should see the women's faces in this room. The judgment. Yo, fix your face, you know, with the It's it's one of, it's one of those things as a young there's there's pressure attached. Cause oh, you don't want to what you gay? Oh, you ain't like, it's, and you it's have to
2: be strong and tough enough to say, no, nah, I ain't gay," but I'm also not desperate.
0: I am strong, and but I'm you're tough. Also However,
2: non-confrontational.
0: but I'm just saying, everybody has maybe been influenced to do something. Maybe it was a bad idea, and after you're like, I don't know why I did that. For sure. Like We've I've been influenced that. to steal stuff. I was. I've been a good kid. I've been influenced to steal stuff. You wanted I've been to steal. You to sell. Huh?
2: You wanted to steal. No, wanted, I didn't want to steal. You wanted the. You wanted the thing. You wanted the money. I you wanted all not. these things. There
0: have been situations where I've done it because that's what everybody's doing.
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I have two, but what I mean, what I said, like again, if what this was I said the 80, was, You've done some cocaine. I'm not doing anything no. that is going to kill me because of peer
0: pressure. But in the moment, you don't think it's going to kill you. No, or I, you think, I've
2: always known that crack kills.
0: Or as a, <laughs> as a child, whatever the thing is that you're doing isn't as bad as being ridiculed by the people that you love, respect, that you're with every day. Yo, there are some kids that are being picked on by some kids that it doesn't like, they're not going to change or affect your life in any way. But because I want to prove to them that I'm not what they say I am, I'll go to the extreme. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a law of environment. It
2: happened. Donnie didn't want to do
0: a podcast. That is true.
2: No, no, that's true. Reese,
0: how long did this go on? Now, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm The whole reason you did a podcast, you are. But if I, but if I wasn't in, if I wasn't as um, adamant about it, you may have not done it. You may have not done it for a while. You might be doing whatever you're doing and become you know super successful at it. But there are situations where if you are in an environment long enough, you're willing to do things that you otherwise wouldn't have done. Mm-hmm.
2: But this wasn't gonna
0: kill me. You feel me? Cocaine doesn't kill everybody. <laughs> Especially, check this out. Check this out. Think about, for one, it doesn't necessarily kill everybody. Look at all the parties in LA. It's cool. This is what we do. They're not thinking, "Oh, I'm about to do this." Yeah, time. they got weird die.
2: stuff happening in Hollywood, yo. I used to want to be a famous musician. You'd have been at the party for a year. Like Doing I wanted it so Pepsi. bad. <laughs> I wanted to be famous so bad. I also wanted to be a child star, right? Um, And I'm just so I knew as a young parent, like people would approach me all the time to get my daughter to audition, like for Disney or modeling. Nah, we good. Because I saw even early on then, like we're not. We're not putting you in a situation. I'm not putting my child in a situation at three and four years old to grow up to be like the next kid that can't function as an adult because people can't now see you outside of that child role. And now you feel however you feel, it's so much pressure to be great.
0: My daughter wrote a rap the other day.
2: Sarai wrote a rap? Corey. Oh,
0: Corey wrote a rap? Oh, Corey wrote a rap? So cute, right?
2: I can get her in the studio.
0: No. (laughs) In my mind, I automatically think, I wonder where that comes from. I don't know. And this is, nothing wrong with being a musician, right? But... The only thing I could think of was there there's possibly some influence somewhere and I don't know what the influence is. And that scares me Hmm.
2: because I will tell you when I was rapping at 18, 19, 20 years old, my influence was not Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah was highly influential. Mm-hmm. I loved her music. I sang her songs.
0: It wasn't you and But I
2: was not rapping about you and Ity, <laughs> all right? Um, yeah. Scary. Scary how easily you're right, how in- easily influenced you can be. But also.
0: promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal well, at the same time
2: um i think we got to do a better job at and and people say this every time somebody has like a horrific death we got to do a better job at watching our mouths. We just got to do a better job at being intentional. Um also, something great that we can do with our influence. Um I was watching Tell Me Who This Person Is. I don't know who this basketball player is, but I'm sure you're going to know who he is. I saw this clip of him today and I was just, who's that?
0: Um uh what's what's today play for the Knicks? No, Scotty Pippen. Scotty
2: Pippen. Okay, no. go up front. Um, you, get out. JR
0: Smith. Yeah, JR Smith.
2: JR Smith. Mm. So I was watching this clip from
0: <laughs> the memes about JR Smith. Oh my gosh.
2: Is, he, is it funny?
0: Yeah, yeah, They say he came to the games drunk. Like just, I've been talking like cha- championship games just out here. But oh. shout out to JR Smith. Well, maybe I won't. No, oh, okay, tell us.
2: Sure. So. I see this clip. Someone sends me this clip today, and it really was so
0: powerful. Look, kind of like Scottie Pippen, though. You're right. I'm he doesn't sorry.
2: look anything. A little like bit. Scottie. A little Pippen.
0: bit. He did look a little bit like Scottie. He this looked man. A little, yeah, because Scottie got his hair like that now, don't he? Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, Scottie got his hair like that. Okay, go ahead. Finish with the JR.
2: Anyway, so I, Jr. Smith. Yeah. I see this clip from Jr. Smith. He's in an interview, and he was saying, um how influenced we are when we become successful to keep up with everybody else. Right now you have to have the big house. You got to take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. You got to buy the jewelry. You got to buy all the, the big labels. Um, You got to go to the club and you got to throw $60,000, you know, worth of ones in the club or you're not perceived as yep. getting to the money and getting to the bag and you whack, you lame. Why are you here with us? And he was like, you know, and I've been guilty. Like I have been that guy throwing $60,000 in the club and then moments after, like, why would I do that? Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you know, we we just got to tighten up like our mindset to the point now, like he's, he said, I sat and thought about all the people I could have fed with that $60,000, all the people who I could have made a difference in, whose, whose lives I could have made a difference in. And then he talked about, you know, how over time his mindset started to transition and he'd be in the locker room with his team saying like, yo, Nobody, why are we... Why are we having to go to these gyms? Why are we having to practice in, you know, all these gyms, work out in these gyms, and we're waiting for people to treat us right and give us this dignity and stuff to use their gyms and all these rules? Let's just go build our own. And he's like, I'm in the locker room telling my teammates, like, if you give 250, I give 250, you give 250, you give 250. Who's gonna stop us? Like, what bank wouldn't partner with us to help us get this done? But everybody is like reluctant, like, I don't know about that, but they'll go and blow 250 you know, shopping and on a weekend out having fun. Yeah. And that just brings me back to your point about the peer pressure. Um, and, and I instantly sent that video to some of my friends and said, you know, like, what can we do right now immediately? Like, what can we do right now immediately to kind of change the conversation? The news is really heavy right now. Yeah. There's so much like heaviness It's either heaviness or foolishness. That's just taking over. Heaviness and foolishness. It's like either we're hearing the worst of the worst news or we're hearing people who are just making the most ridiculous decisions that are people in leadership. Like, what can we do right now to change the conversation? And not just because it's approaching a certain time of the year, or like what can we do to consistently drive positivity and changing the conversation and you know, and I believe in showing gratitude for the success that we have by actually serving the community outside mm-hmm. of the podcast and our our private communities. Like how do we how do we peer pressure people into doing something amazing?
0: Man, I think it's consistency too, because I think we're we're all being influenced. So if he's telling these people in the locker room, yo, you give me two fifty, you give me two fifty, like we put a million dollars together, that's one conversation. But The person that he's talking to that doesn't want to give that is being heavily influenced by so many other contacts in their phone. So after the game is over, after they leave the locker room, they're spending more time with that influence. Mm -hmm. So even when you get in a positive environment, it's hard hard to even see what you're talking about. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't register because this, this group over here has my influence, has my mind, has my thought process. So even if logically it makes sense, I can't even see it because I'm not, I'm just not into that. So I think it's very important to watch how we're being influenced. And I think there's probably three ways to go about it. You can be influenced in a negative way by negative people. You can be influenced in a positive way by positive people. But if you just get away from everybody, then you're only being influenced by you. Mm-hmm. And your own current level of understanding, your own cult current level of thinking, which could be super dangerous too. Mm-hmm. Because now you're telling you what to do when you would you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're not the type of person. Let's get, your, let's get our mic real quick. Um, it's, it's, it's important to be, we were talking about it on the call today. We have to protect our mind, meaning like there's two gates, like our eye gate and our ear gate. We have to protect that with everything we have and it's, it is a constant fight. It is a constant battle because things are automatically going to go into your eyes, meaning things that you see, especially if you scroll long enough. I had to unfollow everybody on Twitter because I go on Twitter and I see the most heinous things. Y'all on
2: Twitter? I'm, I'm like, like, how did I get porn on my Twitter? I th- I got off Twitter years ago because it was
0: just porn. Yo, see, you if I follow Reese... You got to think over the years, I followed a lot of people on Twitter. And if Reese happens to be one of the people that I follow and I think it even goes t- deep enough, like if he follows somebody and they, s- they like share it, then somehow it ends up on my timeline. Mm. If enough people, a few levels down, start sharing things, it ends up on my timeline. So it's a pyramid scheme. It's a pyramid scheme. Hmm. A hundred percent. It's a pyramid. But it's it's like, we got to be really intentional, man. We can't just walk through life. have to be
2: so intentional. Like this productivity, you still got yours? My what? Productivity uh, to keep you off Instagram
0: after a certain period Absolutely. of time.
2: So I still have mine, but um, what I have realized is that it's I've not. I've
0: never disregarded the message.
2: I've been disregarding it every day for the last week because I've been traveling. Too? Disregarding yeah.
0: it? What's the excuse?
2: So here's what's difficult
0: you for you. Do you have it set? Do you have it set? Well, you are you don't listen to the podcast. Your wife don't listen to the podcast though? That's what's up.
2: That's <laughs> how y'all doing the household. <laughs> oh, so you're not supporting your man? In
0: the spirit. Oh, okay. <laughs> In the spirit. Carrying that baby. She like, this. She's all like, I got this
2: baby. This is all the support I'm giving. Did
0: y'all set a limit? No, because you're a social media manager. Have you set a limit? You don't know if you can do it? You got Android, you can, you can.
2: No, that's not even a valid excuse as a social media manager. Because you have to factor, here's what I've realized I have to do.
0: Yeah, it don't got to be the two hours, it would be whatever. Because you're not not working 24, the whole time you're on social
2: media. No, and you set hours. If you need to work four hours a day, then you set your alarm for five hours. You got four hours a day in work, one hour for leisure. Let me see your phone. No, I'm let telling me just, you. I, let, me, I, let me just no. see it. No, because mine has been awful. I will tell you why.
0: Let me just see it. No, I'm embarrassed. I'm not going to say anything out loud. You are. No, I'm not going to tell you I'm going to not say something and actually say it. Let me just see it. I'm I
2: embarrassed.
0: Just, don't be embarrassed. I'm, let me see.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm You're really on a plane. It's
0: all good. Let me just see.
2: No, it's probably like 22 hours.
0: You're not on there 22 hours. Let me
2: see.
0: <laughs> let me see something let real quick. Let me see.
2: And I've been falling asleep with it on. So it's like not fair right now.
0: Yo, let me tell y'all you something that? super cool, man. Um, my, so when I open the app, so just recapping, so it's like the last three episodes. On our phone, if you go to settings, iPhone specifically, if you go to settings and you click on screen time and you go to see all activity, you can see, how much time you're spending on your apps, right? And when we first did this exercise, we scrolled down to the bottom and we could see that we can put a limit on it, mm-hmm. right? And the the most used app on my phone was Instagram, and that's probably the most used app on your phone too. Probably. What's yours? What's your, yours, YouTube? Oh, YouTube. YouTube, okay. YouTube, is, let me see. That is the wow. most used. Okay, go crazy then. I see you. All right, anyway, um, hmm. so my top was.
2: Yo, mine's looking mad and productive right now. Instagram, messages, music.
0: Mine's is messages, mail, YouTube, notes, and then Instagram. But when we did it, it was Instagram. Listen to The Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts at the top
2: and this is so unfair because first of all ain't no way i'm spending eight hours oh okay daily two hours and 40 minutes in my text messages which i think is counting if i just leave the app open let me see no i'm telling you what it is i'm not gonna say anything let me see instagram eight hours
0: your average time is eight hours
2: yes but also this is measuring, listen, this is you measuring. Your life? This is measuring the last week when I was traveling on flights and in conferences. So I was I don't going, want to hear your
0: excuses about no, you have to have to have Instagram open.
2: No, 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 no. Before that, though, I had gotten down to like three hours. So I'm really happy. Oh, so and that's what I was gonna say. Like you have to create these parameters, but you also have to be realistic. If I'm like on an on a five hour flight, I'm for sure on Instagram. Read a book. No, because it was nighttime. Put some
0: plans together. No,
2: because it was nighttime. They got a
0: little light in the no, top.
2: Nobody had their light on. I'm not going to be the only person sitting in first class with light the light on. on. I'm not going to be that person. Or put that light on. I'm not putting the light on. I'd be so like.
0: Or put the light on your I phone even, and read something.
2: Let me tell I did. So I had, I had my blanket over my head with my flashlight on and <laughs> trying to read my book. Side note, don't fall asleep on a plane with AirPods in your ear. Why? Woke
0: up and lost them. Lost one of them. Oh, wow. It's cool. You got money. It's all good. All right. We need the we need the microphone. Oh, okay. Go. She had a statement.
1: I, I had a comment. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Introduce I had yourself. this Say comment. Your Say your on, name so they know who you are. Oh, I'm Dr. Kia and I had this comment on. you were asking about the basketball player who told all his teammates who are high earners about all putting in two fifty, mm-hmm. and they didn't do it. And I started wondering, well, why wouldn't they do it? Because they definitely have the means to do it. Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking about growing up in Brooklyn, where I was around a lot of Jewish and Korean. We were very mixed neighborhood. And I remember this lady telling me the story about her grandfather in Miami. They didn't allow Jewish people in the hotels at that time in Miami. Two years later, he came b- back and bought the hotel. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then... I remember working on the ambulance. I brought this Korean lady to dialysis. She didn't have insurance, so they wanted to find out how much it was. And that Korean family came back with a suitcase of the year's worth of dialysis money. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it like, why don't we do that? And I realize it has a lot more to do with cultural indoctrination. Mm-hmm. because culturally Jewish and Korean they look at finances and money and all that differently than the way we've been taught to look at it. Yeah. So that could be a big part of why they wouldn't do it.
0: For sure. But I also think it's it's based on not primary not only color, right? Because there are some there's a culture being created right now of financial literacy, right? Where maybe our kids have a better chance but Obviously, we are so far behind because we, you know, were enslaved for so long. And then we became like a percentage of a human. And then with desegregation, they're like, oh, you can spend your money wherever you want to. And then we have a status symbol that allows us to... Go out and do whatever we want in a certain freedom, and we want the shiny things to show that I'm not what my parents were. I'm no slave. I'm not. I'm not a percentage of a human. I am. I am a free man, and I can buy what I want. Right. So I think that kind of trickles down into uh, generations. Right. So we have a lot. We have a lot of traumas, people, that we all have to get over. You know what I mean?
2: So and we all. I'm looking here on Apple's um, community conversation and it says that screen time does include what's running in the background. Okay. So all my stuff is running in the background. (laughs) I'm never out of this because I'm like, there is no way. First of all, I knew it was a lie when it says I spend two hours a day in text messages because I for sure don't. Mm -hmm. I hardly open that thing. It's the truth. I'm probably in my text messages Maybe. maybe 30 minutes a day.
0: No, you don't text a lot. I don't. Okay, okay. Here's one thing you probably do. Maybe hit the little button just to check it make sure it ain't not hit. I know I do that.
2: My text messages?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sure Yeah, but not two all, hours a day. I mean, it's not It's not like you're in there for a few seconds and then they only calculate the seconds. Maybe it's open for a little bit. No, and then they, ca- they
2: calculate it just being in the background.
0: But if that was the case, then... My text message would say 24 hours, and that's not the case.
2: Mine don't be open 24 hours. I try to close
0: stuff out. I never close my joint. I never close my look, text.
2: Look, look what just popped up. I was What's on that? that bad boy for 30 minutes, and now it's in my top apps. Who's that? Tinder.
0: You was in that joint club. I was
2: in Tinder last night for 30 minutes. That's how I fell asleep.
0: Yeah, man. So nope, nope. be careful the environment you're a part of. Okay, you got you, you you do have to be careful. You so, definitely have to be careful. Yeah, man. Um
2: not only the environments that you're a part of, but the environments that you are the influence over. Mm-hmm. That's just as important. Like you could literally be infl- if you're if you're the one in your group, if you're the leader, you could literally be influencing your circle to gossip all day, smoke hookah all day, yeah. or read books and improve yourself mm-hmm. all day.
0: 100%. Yeah. Um Anybody got anything on that? Before I go to something weird. No? Y'all good? Okay. All right, no, 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 no. Okay. Anyway. Um I I, I wanted to I wanted to hear about Yo. your yes?
1: <laughs> you what? were
0: stressing me out. What? What'd I do? What, what's up with you? What'd I do?
2: Before I go to something weird, you know was, what? Nope. Never mind. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna do it.
0: Okay. I did want to hear about your travel schedule. Cause you've been doing a lot Mm -hmm. and that's not like you Mm -mm. to travel that much.
2: Not that much. Not getting
0: concerned almost. Were you? Yeah.
2: Tell me for real.
0: Yeah.
2: Why didn't you call me and tell me that?
0: Um, cause on your Instagram seemed lit. So, but I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed like something was off. Like you you're going here and there and like you're moving around. And I know that's not normally, that's not your normal MO like that.
2: Well, you probably didn't realize it was an MO because I was traveling previously a certain way doing the very same things. Yes. It looked a little different.
0: It looked a little different.
2: Yes. So this is my MO. It just looks different now. I had to find different people to do these kind of things with. Yes. Does that make sense? I'm not going to say nothing you not gonna say
0: nothing? No. 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 No, I wasn't gonna like go into it, but yes, yeah, okay, uh, that makes sense.
2: No, no, no. no. So, and um, yes, so.
0: Oh, the uh, joint with, you're gonna like this. Uh, before I forget, not nah, good. No, okay, anyway, sad. California, uh, we're gonna do the kids event again.
2: December. Yeah. I need the date. I go to Bermuda in December too. December what? 15th through 17th. Oh, no, it's,
0: it's, it's earlier than that. Okay, cool.
2: So, um, yes, I've been traveling a lot. I've been traveling the last six weeks um, on and off, back and forth, going to conferences and things like that. Um, So I am really, really big in continued education. Mm -hmm. And I love going to conferences and learning. One of the benefits of, shameless plug, being coached by me or mentored by me is that I go to these conferences. And you do it, too. We go to these conferences and we cannot wait to come back and share all the information that, that we've learned. And so, done. uh, yeah, I already had like three conferences and or workshops that were on my agenda. And then Milan invited me to, two invite only, um, conferences as well. So those were two that were not on my calendar. And maybe if I had known about those prior to, there could have been two that I would swapped that I'd swapped it out for. I, It's not my MO to, like, be back-to-back traveling that much. Um, And then every six weeks still, like, every six to eight weeks, I travel to go somewhere, whether it's two days, three days, whatever, to just rest and reset. Um, I am excited to be home for a couple of weeks and not travel. Traveling um, is really fun. It is an experience in which you learn the most during travel, but it is so exhausting. And when I tell you I could not wait, like when I'm traveling, I love it. Like, oh, my God, we're so blessed and this is so awesome. But the moment I hit that flight and I'm on my way back home, it's like I cannot wait. I walked in my house yesterday, day before yesterday, and was like, thank you, God, I just want to sit here. I sat on my sofa, like, and just sat there the whole day to, like, look around. Because I just moved in my place and I haven't even really been there. So, um, yeah.
0: But all the information that you're gathering. Mm Mm-hmm. Does it make it difficult to execute?
2: Um, yes, normally. So the conferences and things that I've been going to are very intentional. So one of them was a workshop for that you and I went to, um, and that was for a very intentional thing, um, and it's Gonna, is in the process of getting executed on. Um, one of them was the Inc. 5000 conference that was recognizing Inc. 5000 recognizes the fastest growing companies, 5000 fastest growing companies in the United States. That was one of the private events. Milan made that list. Mm-hmm. So I went as her guest.
0: Do you remember when you thought Inc. 500 meant you had 500 employees?
2: I don't even know what you're talking about. No,
0: exactly. That was like our first interview together. You don't I remember have- that?
2: no idea what you're talking about. Anyway, so,
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember, call, like, yo, I remember an episode in which we
2: both couldn't define, I don't, I don't, I don't coach those. I didn't at that time coach those business owners. So, okay, you know, okay. neither of us. No, I was just saying it was
0: a full circle moment. Proud of you.
2: So, this was the Inc. 5,000 list. Um, And so there, when I went to that event, I was really going to be her plus one to see her be honored and all this stuff. It just turned out that the conference was freaking amazing, right? Like they had all these fastest growing companies there that I think I shared this on Social Proof last time and on Full Transparency, everything that I learned from that conference. And so that one was really about like, mindset and and practical strategies as well. But that one for me was more of a like, okay, I've heard this before. I've got these things written down. Let me go hard. And sometimes it's about being in the room and what that does for you. I left that conference, came home for a couple of days, went to Phoenix to meet you at our um, systems workshop that we had going on. That was that. And I left there to go to Palm Springs for the EY, the Ernst & Young a strategic growth forum first of all hands down the best conference i've ever witnessed in my life
0: why didn't you invite me that
2: was because i thought it was a women's event that was the one that i thought was a women's event until well, i got there huh
0: lamir was going
2: i thought he was going to support milan
0: I, I don't like it i don't like i don't like what's going and on and i did
2: tell you actually you and told and
0: me when we were in phoenix you said i'm get on a go, plane to uh, go
2: yeah but i had just i want to know when you days. make the decision A couple of days before that. In fact, it was in Phoenix that I purchased my
0: flight. I want
2: to. I purchased my flight in Phoenix.
0: I want to know when you know.
2: Okay, that's fair. Can I know when you know?
0: I don't go nowhere.
2: You do be going
0: places. I don't go nowhere.
2: Anyway, so I went to the EY conference. Hands down the best produced conference I've ever attended. Mm. Schedule ran on time. Wow. on, On time on time the whole hotel they took over the jw garden resort or some desert resort the logo in the driveway as you pull up the front door of the hotel like the hotel shuts down for them that's how many mm-hmm. people are there it's a huge resort hotel shuts down they're branded from the front door all the windows every hallway you walk into the lobby they've got their their logos and symbols they've got these digital kiosks that you register at like like the check-in boots at the airport, they've got those to get registered at. There is no sneaking in their conference. Mm. There's like 100 people on staff. Where's your badge? Where's your badge? Where's your this? Where's your that? No, that way, that way. Nope, that way. It was so well, snacks galore. There's no snacks for VIP. Snacks are for everybody. Oh, wow. Like the good water, um, in the metal bottles and you know, it was a podcast just,
0: summit. don't get no ideas. Okay.
2: I have, I have some not- ideas. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming with some ideas,
0: but you, you know said how. said idea. We, can we talk about it on No, nah,
2: this is private. You know how they have the registration desks. Mm-hmm. So the registration desks at the hotel, they took those over their staff registering mm-hmm. you to give you your lanyards and your jackets it's and your lanyards. Pro- lanyards. I'm sorry, not lanyards, your lanyards and your jackets and all that stuff. I said, oh, they wallpapered the walls.
0: Mm. They
2: wallpapered with their colors. Like everything was branded. It was amazing. But even more incredible than that, it was the first time I had been in a conference with all these people who had built billion-dollar companies, like billion-dollar companies. Um, It was the most success I'd seen in, in one room. And the highlight for me was meeting One of the women that I admire most, um, Tracy Ellis Ross. If you ever look Mm. at my stories, you know that's my BFF. I'm obsessed with her. I love me some Tracy Ellis Ross. So I shot to the front of the room. I'm sitting front stage. Like, I could smell Tracy. Like, that's Uh, how close uh, I was, right? I love this woman so much. And I'm not like one of those people who fan out a whole lot. Like, at uh, a conference, I walked past Diddy. And everybody's like, stop, take a picture. I'm like, I got to use the bathroom. Like, I'm good. I would have peed on myself if I had to use the bathroom, if it meant that I wasn't going to get to see Tracy Ellis Ross. That's how much I fanned completely out for this Mm. woman. So I'm sitting on stage and she says something and I interact and like, you know, I'm interacting and she spoke to me. Really? She acknowledged me. You manifested this. I did. First, I really did because... Milan originally yeah, that
0: was magnificent.
2: no I really did. Yeah, she did Milan originally said hey um you know this is a conference I'm being honored just come so because we had a lot to uh debrief about from the previous conference that we had just left so she's like just come and this will be our trip we can just debrief because Lamira was already her plus one right so I told I sent her a text message and I got to post it. I'm gonna make a reel of it I sent her a text and said I don't know what we got to do I don't care what we got to do I have to meet Tracy Ellis Ross, the end. I'm period, and so she's like, "Well, I already told you, you know, you can't come to the conference. I only got one ticket." So anyway, get there. We're able to get me a wristband. Um, it's private, and then I meet the person who's over the conference, and we're able to get me a, a, a lanyard to attend. And I get there. I get to see Tracy. She sp- has a mini exchange with me, y'all. I'm recording her. When she does that, I dropped my phone. I literally turned around and was like, she spoke to me. The tears wow. started pouring out of really? my face. Such a fan of the, I love this woman so much. I could not freaking believe. I was like, she spoke to me wow. in the tears. And so the lady, I, I was so bold. I went and sat at the reserve table, which was for like the founders of the event. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting at this chair. Look, I got to sit here, right? So when they saw, like, the whole room was really happy for me because clearly I'm a fan. She gets up, and she comes back, and she whispers over something to Milan. Milan was sitting right behind me, and after Tracy was done, Milan was like, she went and got you passes. She went and got us passes so you could go back there and meet Tracy and I got to like meet her talk to her hug her I hugged her like three times wow.
0: <laughs>
2: that was Incredible, the man. highlight probably of my whole year wow. I love that woman so much clearly she's like me she's my big sis she's my best friend me and Tracy Ellis Ross are the same person mm. I mean except we're not the same person you yeah, know what that's I mean only small um, but that's <laughs> Minor, minor. Okay. We're the same person. And yeah, so anyway, that was so that.
0: So takeaways like
2: Tracy Ellis Ross.
0: I understand. Yeah, I get it. But for you, what? Tracy
2: Ellis Ross. My biggest takeaway was Tracy
0: Ellis Ross. Uncup your hands. <laughs> oh
2: my
0: gosh. Um, from this whole experience of traveling, mm-hmm. who is Donnie now?
2: tired today um donnie is tired looking for a better answer but donnie Donnie. is let me talk y'all kill him in the comments for trying to control my conversation Not give me what i'm looking for donnie is um i'm so inspired i am so inspired like i've never been around so many people who are building at this level right so it's just like there are levels to this and we are doing amazing things but there's so much more for us to aspire to Reese Witherspoon talked about how she sold a portion of her company. Right. I heard, um, the, the Ali Webb, the owner, the founder of dry bar. She talked about how she sold just the product line of her company for $250 million, but she still retained a major ownership portion, major, major equity in the company. Like, at one point mm. we were ready to risk it all for 30 million. Show. <laughs> <Sure>. mm. <laughs> like, you know, what can there are levels to this and just seeing these people who were talking about they talk about the same things we talk about. I felt like we're on the right track.
0: What's the difference between them and us?
2: I think the difference between them and us, um, well, there's several differences. So, some of these, like the Reese Witherspoons and the Tracy Ellis Ross, they have celebrity behind them, right? Um, Reese Witherspoon is someone who commands Hollywood and she can move, make things happen. Though she's had oh, her obstacles. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross is the daughter of Diana Ross and she has her own very notable career. So, I believe they have um, celebrity behind them, but even Tracy Ellis Ross talked about all the challenges that she had uh, when she talked about creating her hair care line for natural hair called Pattern, how everybody told her, don't just focus on people with textured hair. You've got to make a product line for everybody if you really want to be successful. And she's like, no, I'm standing on this. I can't find products for me. The people with hair like me are who I'm making these products for. And she talked about uh, the doors that she had to kick through in order to make uh, things shake and happen for her. One thing that I realized at this conference is, they speak like us. We knew this, but it was just like so obvious. People who are at a higher level, they, they're talking about the things that we're talking about. Um, they are interested in the same things that we're talking about or that we're interested in. They're building business just like we're building business. The conversations are just deeper. Many of these companies don't have social media presence. Like they suck on social media just like completely. And when they find out that, you know, I, I do podcasting and all this stuff, they want to know how we do what we do. And I'm like, no, not here. (laughs) I want to know how you do what you do. Right. Um, And everybody's just trying to figure it out. One of the biggest debates that I sat in at this EY conference was the debate about remote work. And I'm sitting in here with these eight figure plus companies who are trying to figure out how to manage a remote team. Like you think they got it all figured out. And they're going back and forth and they're talking about now how much of their workforce is begging them to come back into the office at least two or three days a week because they're just getting bored out of their minds. And you're realizing you don't meet anybody. You don't have any social skills. You're not meeting people because where do you usually practice social skills at work? Um, So we had, you know, those kind of conversations and a big takeaway. I said this last week before I had gone to EY based on the Inc 5000 conference, but as of now going to both of them. Success was attributed to mindset, 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 mindset. But here, everybody who took the stage um, shouted out their spouse. Mm. I wouldn't have done X, Y, and Z if I didn't have him or if I didn't have her behind me, you know, supporting. And it was a constant theme. Like, what's your cheat code? Like, someone was literally directly asked, what's your cheat code? My wife. Wow. 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 It's because of the in-home accountability that you have. Some of us don't have that kind of partnership in our marriages, right? But if you do, it's like the in-home accountability. It's like you can't wake up slacking with this kind of person, this kind of man or this kind of woman laying next to you. It forces you to do more. Some of these spouses are taking huge interests in the business and actually helping to move the needle along. It's like, okay, you work, 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 but you're not social. Let me come in and help you be social. Let me yeah. handle the social aspect so you can work the deal on the back end, but let me forge the relationship. Every single last one of them gave thanks and credit to their spouse for contributing in some way.
0: That's dope. I, I can actually say that uh, my wife has really turned up the uh, booking, like the clubhouse, mm-hmm. right? She can't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what she did. And she's not a traditional entrepreneur, but she put some stuff in place where it's going down. here. I, I was like, yo, it's bookings all the time, and she got bookings every week. And I'm like, yo, this is incredible. I have no idea what she did. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so shout out to my wife, which means we'll be a billionaire so.
2: Yeah, no. And and so the biggest part of my takeaway um, after all of that, I was sh- sharing some highlights. But my biggest part of the takeaway is, seriously, if we want to be billionaires, we can. We're doing everything that we have to do to plan for billionaire. We just have to choose it. Like mm-hmm. you got to make a decision. Do you want to be a billionaire or not? And then everything that we're doing, 10 exit, 10 yeah. exit. Like, think about it. I know I'm not operating at 100%. No,
0: not even close.
2: I'm not even operating. It's embarrassing. It's, it's it's embarrassing because I know how much more I could have and have achieved by now if I were even operating at 50%. Most people, there, there was some statistic. I'll have to find it. I'll send it to you. Aren't even ap- operating at 15%. So if you have what you have right now operating at ten percent of what you and not just you is you and your whole organization, so the whole team, if at fifteen percent you have this, what happens if you give it fifty percent of your best effort?
0: Man. Yeah, I was talking to Dewan. I was talking to Dewan, and he got like an invite, and I don't know if he yeah I can share. He got an invite for by Gary V to come to the office. Yeah, he had a meeting with yes. Gary V. He said that man is a machine. Yeah. He said, yo, DeJuan went in there, like, he, like, recorded his content or whatever, but, like, he's talking to Gary. As soon as he's done, he said, yo, there's, he said, like, some screen fell down. He had to do this meeting. As soon as that one was over, his assistant brought over a laptop, then he locked into that computer. And that that meeting, he was like, yo, it was not, he said, there's no time wasted. So, um, I mean, it's just one of those habits. We got to start operating, operating at a greater percent. All right, man, we got to go, Donnie.
2: Now, I was trying to find, well, how old is Gary
0: Vee? He uh, got to be fifty something, right? The age. Gary V My is forty eight.
2: Forty eight years old.
0: Yo, but you know who does the same thing? Grant Cardone. Mm hmm. He's, Yo, a, he's machine. a machine. He's that a machine. and that man is sixty five years old.
2: He is a machine.
0: Go on. Tony Robbins is sixty three. Mm hmm. Thanks. Simon Sinek is fifty. I didn't know. I'm wow, this is interesting.
2: So the age at this post, there's there's one that's always shared, but um also what I noticed that is that the people who I saw on stage that were extremely admirable were significantly older, um, that had built these billion dollar companies. And there's so many people who feel like um, though there were some young people in there who've got tremendous eight figure businesses. Age is literally nothing but a number. And I just saw this come across uh, this morning. Christian Dior started Dior at 41 years old. Uh, Sam Walton with Walmart, 44 years old. GoDaddy, Bob Parsons, 47 years old. Um, Adidas, the founder of it, 48 years old. E-Trade was founded by Bill Porter. He was 63 years old. KFC, Colonel Sanders, 62 years old. Uh, Henry Ford was 49 years old. Home Depot, founded by Bernie Marcus, 49 years old. Ray Kroc McDonald's, 52 years old. Like, age is literally nothing but a number. Yo, look
0: at this. The average millionaire is 57 years old.
2: Average millionaire, 57 years old. You
0: know, I think we can attribute all of that to the fact that it takes time it to takes become the person. Time. Not the business. Mm-hmm. It just takes time to be become someone. Get all that playing out your system. Get all the clubs out your system. Get all the, all the, the neck you realize that the people that you thought had your back, they don't. And you start mm-hmm. to realize who you need to have in your, your, your circle. Yeah. Right. So it just takes a little while to learn how to become that.
2: It takes time. But you know, also what, what highlighted, or what it highlighted for me is that coaching is really the cheat code. Because a lot of these people didn't have coaches per se, maybe some mentors, Ah. but think about how many, and if you, if you cut through and filter through millionaires, like that, we actually know that we know our, Mm. we know some that are in their thirties. We even know a couple that are in their twenties, right. That have made millions of dollars a lot of them have coaches. A lot of them have mentorships. A lot of them have just figured it out on their own so they think. But they were watching the YouTube videos. They were looking at the social media posts. They were buying courses and doing stuff on their own. So even, too, they had a degree of coaching and mentorship. But it, to me, was like, you know what? We did it before 50. We did it before 60 years old. And we still have so much time. But I know I didn't do it without coaching and mentorship, And you just have an opportunity now, where whether you want to or not, you can collapse the time frame. That's a fact. It it it, it's normal for it to take so long or take that long, but it doesn't
0: have to. That's a fact. Listen, y'all. If y'all enjoyed this, I need you to comment, share, like, add some stars, Um, subscribe. Are you subscribed to Social Proof Podcast on your Apple device? So what's going on? Are you are you at least subscribed to Growing Pains? Deja. Wow. Wow. Okay. Hey guys, listen, it is free to support. And the best way that we can support is you can hit that little subscribe button on your Apple device or your Spotify device or leave a little comment in the comment section. So uh, I gotta go. Oh, these shoes by Celebrity. Jordan wore these, I think. These is twos, these are Jordan twos. You didn't wear them all? Not every color,
2: mm.
0: not every color, but every style. Yeah, for sure. So, Lebron. Well, unless it went to a higher number after his. So retirement. for clarity,
2: Jordan didn't wear those. He, no, he wore, wore these. that style. I
0: think he wore this color.
2: No, he wore that style. How do you know? He didn't wear those. He didn't put that foot, his foot in that shoe. Not.
0: I'm a 14. He might be a different size shoe. Well, what but you, you
2: got to be about? clear. Jordan wore the style, not Jordan wore these.
0: Spoken like a true person just likes sneakers and not a sneaker head. Because a person that understands sneakers.
2: This is true. I never claimed he, to be why a would sneaker he wear, Why would he wear this I shoe? I enjoy sneakers.
0: When I say he wore these shoes, it's that style and color.
2: He shook his head when I, did you not shake your head?
0: You thought he wore this shoe, this size 14? Yeah. If you wear, like Jordan 1's, like the bread, black and red, he wore those.
2: So we have taken you all around the world in this episode of the Social Proof Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are so happy that you took the time to share this moment with us. Comment right now what your biggest takeaway was. What'd you get from this episode? And... Are you on your way to your Billy? I'm
0: going home. All right, y'all. Peace. (laughs) Bye. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now.